So I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. Since we are on October, which is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but really, I don't even see the point of doing individuality and dividing and separating the different types of cancers. Because let's just face it, cancer's cancer, period. Anyone who's ever been touched personally by cancer, you've gone through oncology treatments, you've, you've went through the hell, you were either fortunate to have it go into remission, or you're fortunate enough to be blessed to learn from the trials and tribulations and gain wisdom by continuing to be a fighter and survivor like myself. But I want to say this because I personally went through this. I like to share factual things that happened to me during my lifetime because I believe that's part of freeing yourself, my journey. But being able to share our truth and our journey helps so many other people out in the world during their own journeys, which may be similar and finding yourself in similar shoes. Although each individual experience, no one ever goes through the exact same verbatim down to the, you know, experience identical. It's just not possible. That's what makes all of us individuals and unique. <clears throat> I'm just going to share this because this is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but I'm just going to say this. Every month should be National Cancer Awareness Month, and we should acknowledge the various cancers from the more out in the open that is, um, I'm not going to say more popular because let's face it, no cancer, we don't ever want a cancer to be popular, but more of the well-known cancers that are very common like breast cancer, um, and then those that are rare cancers, blood cancers and things like that. But I'm just going to say this, you know, I went through this. I went through oncology treatments. I went to the big oncology groups. I went through several over the past course of the past four and a half years. I was fortunate to find a professor and then for the professor to connect with the large oncology group and oncology specialist for everybody to take a look at my chart at many, many scans I had in order to save my life because I had a tumor that was growing rapidly, um, had started off a very slow growing tumor and had rapidly gained as far as growth. And it was taking over my lower abdominal area. And was causing a lot of problems, complications. But most importantly, it needed to be resolved and someone needed to get on it ASAP. And I'm fortunate that I had a group that was quick in their response. And to give me the best resolution they could, which was I can't go in surgically. I'm not going to be able to remove this. Um, there's no way. Physically, you'd be able to, you know, handle this kind of surgery because we'd have to cut through most of your intestine. There would hardly be anything left. It is very um, high risk, too high risk, and still we wouldn't be able to get to this because it's literally wrapped around your organs. We're not going to be able to do anything but what we would do as a last resort, which is maximum oncology treatments. We're gonna max it out and we're gonna go for the Hardcore, which is the last thing oncology does, is a maximum 3D radiation. And there's different types of radiation. 
And I think it's confusing and it gets to be a confusion to some people, especially if you're not the patient I'm talking about family, friends, or loved ones, or people that are with you and they don't, they're not understanding because they get into their own emotional. I'm just going to say this from a patient's point of view. When you're there as support for a cancer patient and people going through oncology treatments, you have to take what you are feeling and take your emotional part of you and you're going to have to put that aside, period. You have to be 100% focused and take and be selfish or selfless, I'm sorry, selfless, excuse me, at this very important part of someone else's life and that's being their support. You can't get in your head and be emotional because all that does is cause a patient stress and when you're going through oncology treatments, we can feel that from people. Be proud, damn proud of yourself though that you showed up. You showed up for the patient and you're there. I didn't have that. I had one person there, Eric, and although he was physically there, he wasn't emotionally there. There was issues and things that come up months later that Eric was doing while I was going through oncology treatments. Um, as I told him, that is a problem with you, not with me. And you have the rest of your life to understand and take responsibility for your lack of being there emotionally for me. Who was your wife? Period. He wasn't. I've come to terms and realized through great trauma counseling. I may have someone there, one person there present, but emotionally I had no support. And that's a hard reality to swallow. It literally, as I was told, could take you years to emotionally heal that wound and not having the support and people that should have been there. There was people that should have been there, period. There's no if, ands, or buts. There's no excuses. I don't want to hear your excuses. I was literally on the phone with someone last month who literally told me and lied, lied. I had an active blog going, had pictures of the hospital and behind Eric's head and a few times my head was the name of the hospital and literally had a person tell me, I didn't know where you were having it at. I didn't know. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. See, sometimes we need to make peace with our wrongdoings. We need to release the skeletons and demons. I like to call them demons because they're called Halloween. Out of your box of life. Things that we've done that are wrong and hurtful and ill things. They really cut deeper than any knife anyone will ever experience. Go through oncology treatments by yourself. Have one person present, which is good, but realize months later they weren't emotionally there. A lot of people go through oncology treatments by themselves. That's a crying damn shame. That's a problem. That's a big problem. That's a huge problem. <clears throat> I went through one oncology institute to consult the specialists one time visit. Just, you know, they needed to consult, give me some options on some new treatments. <clears throat> and I literally watched a young lady probably in her early 20s 
The nurse said, who came with you today? I mean, did you, who dropped you off, your father? She looked at the nurse, looked up from a magazine she was reading, and she said, yeah, um, I came by myself again today. My dad dropped me off. And she said, well, why didn't he stay? He, he should be staying with you. You shouldn't be by yourself. She said he just had things to do. He was busy. He'd pick me up later. The nurse, all she could do is just shake her head. She checked her port, see how far she was on her chemotherapy. That, that spoke mountains. I don't care who you are. That's bothersome. It bothered me as a patient. A reality, what I wanted to do, I could not. For reasons that when you go through oncology treatments, they separate you and make sure people are not subjected to whether you, you know, germs, viruses, things like that. You know, it's a sterile environment. But there's no reason she should have been by herself. And by hearing her herself as a patient and the nurse, it's not the first time. It's no excuse for that dad. She weren't there for your daughter. But you to drop her off. You're never going to be able to that father. You're never going to be able... To ever have a chance again to be there. Because oncology treatments and oncology world and, and as oncology patients, you know, the first time's the first time. And majority of patients, a good 80%, don't go through treatments again. Once you go through and you max out everything, that's it, you're done. I know. Because I'm the patient. There's no other options done. <clears throat> I don't talk about it a lot, but you deal with it. I deal with the daily pain. I deal with the ups and downs of, should I do this? Should I do that? Pain pump, pain meds, do this, do that. New experiments, experimental that. Do I change my diet? How do I exercise? Do I have to keep going? It doesn't end. You deal with that for the rest of your life. But you know what's the biggest problem of all? The biggest problem I have is if you have people that are alive and still living and they make a decision not to be there for you during the one time, most critical, important time. Sorry, but I'm going to go there. College treatments, in my opinion, and I'm entitled in the great United States, are more important than being married, going, you know, your first time being married, your first time having a child, first time buying your house, graduating from college, it trumps every single other important lifetime event because it's your life. You make a decision to sign the line and you sign many, many, many liability forms. Been there, done that. You go in a room with the oncologists that are going to be treating you. I had 10 of them by myself at a table in a room. Are you sure you're ready to sign? Do you need time to look at the paperwork? We're giving you an option. It's all we have, Kimberly. I don't have any other option for you. There's, yeah, okay, we planned on doing this, this, this. Then after surgery, we'll do chemo. And then the last resort radiation doesn't work. Okay, we can't do any of that. This is all I can offer you. This tumor's killing you. I don't want to make you feel that you have to sign right here and now. You can take the paperwork home. No. I don't need to take this home. 
I'm ready to live and um, whatever it takes, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. And just like that, I signed the paperwork and life changed. There's things that change permanently that happen as secondary oncology treatments that I still haven't spoken about. I've met people who've gone through the same radiation, 3D radiation, you know, the, the arm banded, I call it. And you're laying there on a hard as hell, feels like a concrete table. They don't want to tell you when it's going to start. They don't want to mentally freak you out, which, you know, I'm not going to say mentally freak you out, but let's just face it. It's, it's like a bad Christmas surprise every time you walk into the room. You're by yourself in this big room. They try to make the ambiance make you feel oh so, I don't know, more relaxed, whatever, Christmas lights. <laughs> it's not funny, but I called it. You know, set the dim down the lighting, and you're by yourself in this huge, ginormous room, and this big, I call it the biggest airplane, tarmac, airplane door, you know, steel door, like the biggest vault you'll ever see, because the hell nobody wants else wants to be in that room. When you're getting lit by a Christmas tree called the Armed Bandit. Not a gift you want to be receiving. Nobody wants to be subjected to that radiation because really in real reality, let's face it, nobody's really 100% sure what happens long term to people that receive maximum radiation. Maxed it out. When I say maxed it out, I mean we maxed it out. As I was told, if it gave you any more radiation, it would be fatal, lethal dose. You can no longer go through radiation. And it makes going through scans tricky. Um, you can't go through three-month scans anymore because you subject yourself with the CT scans of radiation, period. So you go from three months to six months. And then you go from there on what you're comfortable and it's been over seven months for me. I have not scheduled again for my next rescan. Um, I don't feel the purpose right now. I go by how I feel. And uh, those who have went through oncology treatments and you weren't able to successfully be able to see the flip side going into remission you will respect from what I'm saying that you can fool a hell of a lot of people with good hair products, extensions, wigs, whatever, clip-ins, makeup, clothing, whatever. You can travel the world. You can exercise to your heart's content. You can, you can still be happy. Trust me by saying you're going to want to be the hell happy. You'll do everything you can to make your life happy. And you'll rid of anything and everything and everyone that does anything but make you happy. But most importantly, you're going to rid of people that could not be the one thing they needed to be. While you went through oncology treatments, while you endured the pain and the suffering, they couldn't be there. For you, for that one time in your life, they couldn't be one word. They couldn't be supportive. And you get rid of those people, period. And the people that find excuses of why, when you finally get through, and most people it takes great counseling, trauma counseling, therapeutic counseling, you know, to understand your emotions and your hurt. It hurts worse of people not being there and what the hell you went through in the first place after treatments are said and done. And then you 
do like any person does, it's hurt, is you confront the people that weren't there for you or person, whatever situation, and then they throw you an excuse. It's not you. Their excuses are with themselves. You weren't there. You weren't there. You weren't there. You weren't there. And you, you weren't there. You both weren't there. As a patient, don't let that eat you up. Don't let it kill your soul. Been there, done that. Don't let it kill your soul. Who should hurt are the people that weren't there to be supportive for you. They have the rest of their lives. The rest of their lives. They could toss it to the sea. They could run from it, hide from it, you know, dance it, paint over it. But everybody has a subconscious. Everybody has guilt. Period. The truth. They may not show it and they try to act like it don't bother them, but it does. You have the rest of your life when you're not there from somebody goes through and calls you treatment. It's the rest of your life. The rest of your life, you weren't there. You weren't there. A person put their life on the line, made a decision of life or death when they signed the line on the oncology treatments, period. When you do maximum oncology treatments, those people are making a decision to live or die. You should have been there. 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 You both should have been there. You should have been there. You weren't there. 